Welcome to Peoria Connections, the monthly television show of the Peoria Chamber of Commerce, featuring local businesses and showcasing their expertise. I'm Scott Soldat, President and CEO of the Peoria Chamber. This month, we're featuring Community Hope Centers, Massage by Bev Myers, and Michael Finney's Dry Heat Classic. Plus, you will see the award finalists for the Chamber's May 23rd Annual Banquet. It's going to be an action-packed show. Michael Finney is here today to talk about the Dry Heat Classic. Michael, thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So how long have you been doing the Dry Heat Classic? Uh, we started in 1996 uh, as a kind of as a joke, uh, more or less, really, because it was uh, going to be held in the summertime. So immediately we called it the Dry Heat Classic. And, uh, and it, you had to be a comedian or out of your mind to do something like that in the, <laughs> in the summertime. So that's, that's when it all got started. Wow. So I know you've been raising money for a long time at this event. Um, where does the money go? Uh, our money uh, throughout the years has gone through Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, of Arizona, has gone through the Boys and Girls Clubs of all different cities in Phoenix, uh, Scottsdale, um, Glendale, Peoria, all the different Boys and Girls Clubs. The Red Mountain Boys Academy, we have done programs for them. Right now we're locked in with uh, the Gift of Life organization, okay. uh, which gets children open heart surgeries done for every $6,000 we raise. They can fix a heart. We are now involved with the Arizona Spinal Cord uh, Rehabilitation Center. Mm -hmm. It's the Christopher Reeves, Diana Reeves chapter uh, here in town. And we're helping them with aftercare programs as well. Uh, with, and it really, what an amazing project, what they do with people in wheelchairs. I have to tell you, after uh, going down and meeting them and talking to them, I'm much more aware of people in wheelchairs. I, you know, usually you walk by and you just see somebody in a wheelchair and you figure, well, that's all they got to get around. Half of them didn't want to be there in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, more than half. All of them. Nobody wants to be in a wheelchair. So we're learning just more about uh, wheelchair care and, and respect for those kind of people. And then uh, this year, um, we've also picked up, uh, as well as last year, Operation One Voice, which is a wounded warrior aftercare program getting these young men and women airplane tickets, hotel rooms, um, and, and rental cars so they can go see specialists, getting prosthetics readjusted to fit, um, therapy for being too close to an explosion, uh, things that they need that are not being taken care of for them. And this is a comedy and golf and entertainment event. Yes. Anyone can go to. Yes. So where is it being held? This year will be at Wild Horse Pass okay. uh, Hotel and Casino. Uh, just out in Chandler, right off the uh, 10 freeway going south. And uh, it, it's a great facility. Everything is held right on the property. Okay. Uh, the gala dinner on Thursday night, the 26th of July. Uh, big, big, big nice party with 12 chef's tables mm -hmm. from all over Phoenix, uh, hosted by Bo McMillan from Elements at Sanctuary wow. and sponsored by Randy McClanahan and Shamrock Foods. Uh, they help us out a lot, put on that little program. And then there's two shows, one Friday, one Saturday, held right there in the theater at Wild Horse Pass, a 1,400-seat theater. Two, different, two completely different shows by about 25 different performers, from magicians to comedians to singers. So it's, uh, a, it's a huge event, lasts for three days. 
Three days, yeah. And, and people who are going are going to have a fantastic time. Well, they are because uh, the whole thing is geared around fun and comedy. And, and in this day and age, you know, with the way things are going, my event uh, costs $500 a person and you get two tickets to all of the events. So it's a heck of a good deal. And everybody needs to come out and laugh. And uh, we don't beat you up. You can help us out. That's great. If you come and just uh, have a good time and spread the word, that's even better. Michael, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being here. Oh, on the thank show. you for having me. It's been our pleasure. And if you'd like to attend the Dry Heat Classic, please go to dryheatclassic.com. Thank you. Today, Cody Dugan is here with us, and he's one of the junior ROTC scholarship winners through the Peoria Chambers partnership with Credit Union West. Cody, thanks for joining me on the show today. You're welcome. Um, tell us a little bit about the junior ROTC program at Cactus High School. The program at Cactus High School, um, its mission statement is to develop citizens of character dedicated to serving their nation and community, and that is exactly what they do. They don't recruit, they mm -hmm. don't do anything else, but they prepare us for the further we go into life. I remember we've gone through public speaking. They've helped us with many other situations that aren't just the military drills, the discipline and everything like that. It's much more than what people see in junior ROTC. And this is a separate class you're taking? Yes. And you have an instructor who's responsible for everything that you're learning in your class. What's your instructor's name? His name is Master Sergeant Randy Gabrielson. And what are some of the things that he does beyond what the instruction includes? He gives us freedom into, because it's a cadet-ran program, so honestly it's not what he does, it's what he lets us do. Okay, excellent. And you have an opportunity to really build on some of the skills that you're learning? Yes. And they'll help you in your career in the future? Um, what qualified you to earn the scholarship? What are some highlights of things that you've done to be able to do that? Well, I've... Um, Throughout the four years of being in junior ROTC, you've pretty much had to show leadership. You've had to show progression. You had to participate more than just attending the classes. You have had to um, show more than what the average Joe does. Sure, absolutely. Um, what are your plans after graduation? I plan on to attending GCC for the first year of college just to get some more education because it's always a good thing. Absolutely. And after that, I plan, uh, plan on enlisting into the Navy. Excellent. And is there anyone you'd like to thank? I mean, you, this is a big accomplishment for you. Um, of course, I'd like to thank my parents, and I'd also like to thank my instructor because he's been there for all four years um, helping me, he, and he's been a big part. Of, uh, of my success. Great. Well, congratulations. And the scholarship will be presented at the banquet on May 23rd at the Chambers Banquet. And it is a partnership with uh, Credit Union West, so they match the funds that we're giving as well. Thank you. Again, congratulations. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, we look forward to seeing Cody on the show. Don Muscarella is here from Community Hope Centers to talk with us more about their program and the opportunities that they offer here in Peoria. Don, thanks for joining us. We're glad to be here today. Thank you very much. Tell us more about Community Hope Centers and some of the things that are going on in the community with the center. Well, Community Hope Center, uh, we, we're here to help the community. We're here to help with food and clothing uh, and utilities right now. 
but we're here just to, to help anybody. We're here in the community to just make a difference in helping others. And how long has Community Hope Centers been in existence? Well, since about 2009, okay. uh, the Community Hope Centers have been in existence. What are the future goals of the center here in Peoria? Well, right now we're at a facility uh, that is, is, because of the growing uh, need in the community, that we're growing out of it. And in the future, we want to be able to help more than uh, that we're helping right now. We want to be able, we're at, we're at helping in the last, uh, since 2009, we've helped thousands of people. And the need is growing in the community, and we want to do that. So you're looking for more of a permanent home than yes. where you're at right yes, now? Yes, we are. Yes, okay. we are. Excellent. And is that going well? Do you have any news that you can tell us yet? It's in the process. Okay. And it's, we're very optimistic about the, uh, um, the plans that we're working on right now. Yes. Awesome. That, that's very exciting to hear. How can people get involved in volunteering? In volunteering, uh, they can get involved with uh, as far as helping packing food, okay. helping in the clothing room, uh, not only volunteering uh, with their time, but resources. Uh, we, we take donations. We take uh, uh, whatever we can. Uh, uh, we, we can take uh, uh, things in from uh, many different ways, not only from stores and, and places like that, like, like we have now, Mm -hmm. but uh, in many different ways. What types of donations are you specifically looking for? We're looking for, uh, uh, number one, we, we, we uh, uh, always have uh, uh, clothes, uh, food, um, of course money. We can always use money because we have to keep our, our trucks rolling each and every day. We pick up food every day from different grocery stores. Like, uh, uh, number one, we, we work with St. Mary's Food Bank. We work with Albertsons, we work with Fry's, we work with many different uh, resources right now. Excellent. So if someone wanted to donate clothing, you know, what are the hours and what days can they bring those things by? Well, right now they can, get a, uh, uh, they can call our main office, and that's at Fresh Start Church at 14185 North 83rd Avenue in Peoria. And that's from uh, 830 to 5. And uh, that phone number is uh, area code 623-979-4392. Great. And is there one last thing that you'd really like our, our viewers to know about Community Hope Centers and the work you're doing? Well, Community Hope Centers, we're here for the community. We're here for, for anybody that needs assistance, that wants to, uh, we not only want to provide for people, but we are, we are, we are giving hope, like it says, that, that we're, the community hope centers are helping others with positive expectations. And we want to, to make, we just want to help. Excellent. That's it. Perfect. Thanks for joining us today, Don, and thanks for all the great work you're doing here in Peoria. Thank you very much. And you can learn more about community hope centers on the Peoria Chambers website. Nancy Younger is here with us today to talk more about developmental enrichment centers. Nancy, thanks for joining me. You're welcome. I'm glad it's to be here. Pleasure to have you on the show. And, and tell us more about the centers and, and what type of work that you actually do. Okay. Um, developmental enrichment centers is an agency that's uh, for um, faith-based, nonprofit, and we serve children and adults with developmental disabilities in the Northwest Valley. Excellent. And how does someone 
have an opportunity to take advantage of the services that you have and what are those services? Okay. Well, um, individuals who are served by us um, generally have a diagnosis of one of four different disabilities. It would be autism, um, cerebral palsy, epilepsy, and mental co and cognitive dysfunction. And they are served through the Arizona long-term care system. Um, some of them are private pay, so they don't meet the specific criteria through the, the long-term care system, um, which is diagnosed before the age of 18. Um, so, but generally, that's, that's how they um, get into the system. And our services include day program services for the adult um, who comes in and spends the whole day with us learning functional life skills, um, personal care skills, um, socialization. We get them out into the community and teach them how to interact with the community at, at whole. Um, then we also provide services for children after school. Those services target specifically the children who really need to develop their social skills and their interaction with others. Um, we feel that that's probably the, the most critical need for a young child. Our summer program um, expands on that need. It's a longer program day and we really get more into the um, actual daily living skills, mm -hmm. trying to help the child overcome that disability. Now you have a personal reason that you started the story. Yes. Would you like to tell us a little bit about your son? Sure. Um, our inspiration behind Developmental Enrichment Centers was our son David. David was born with a very rare mitochondrial disorder and it presented with um, those same conditions I referenced before. He had epilepsy, he had uh, cognitive dysfunction, um, he had a lot of medical uh, conditions that also went along with those issues and um, we had some real challenges raising David. Um, we had difficulty helping him to integrate with peers. We found that oftentimes families were reticent to expose their children to our son mm -hmm. for fear that their children wouldn't understand what was going on. Um, we had difficulty enrolling him into state programs because he was so medically fragile. Sure. And, um, and likewise, we even had problems within the faith community because they felt that he is, his behavior, his actions were disruptive to the general population. Um, so because of that, we decided that um, there was a place for children like David and we wanted to create that place. A place that was very welcoming, that offered friendship, that was supportive to families right. because we felt that that was something that was missing in our lives. And so David was the inspiration behind the birthing of DEC. That's amazing. Nancy, I'm sorry, but our time is already up today. So thank you for joining us. And uh, Developmental Enrichment Centers yes. has been nominated for the nonprofit award for the Peoria Chamber's annual banquet. And we look forward to the banquet to see if they actually win. Deborah Mitchell from West USA Realty is here. And she's been nominated as Member of the Year for the Peoria Chamber's Annual Banquet on May 23rd. Deborah, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Scott, for inviting me. Let's talk more about your involvement in the Chamber and some of the things that you've done. And you know, How long have you been involved and what really keeps you active with us? I've been a member of the Peoria Chamber for about three years. And what keeps me active is the relationships, both personal and business. Excellent. And what are some of the benefits that you've received personally or professionally from your membership? Oh, I receive a lot of benefits from the membership. First of all, I got involved right away because I know that's how you can help other people with their businesses and get the most business yourself. On the personal side, I have a lot of people now who are members of the chamber that are just plain friends of mine outside of business. 
But on the business side, there's a whole team of people that help my real estate company. We have uh, construction people, we have flooring people, we have plumbers, all those kind of contractors that I need to help my clients. And then I've be, been able to pass a lot of business on to a lot of other members also. Wow, that's great. Great mm -hmm. use of your membership. Right. And you serve as an ambassador. I do. Now, what are some of your responsibilities as an ambassador? Well, ambassador is just a natural role for me. I think we've all had the opportunity where you go in as a new person in a group, any kind of group, including a church possibly, and you're lonely and mm -hmm. nobody talks to you. People invite you, but then they don't. <laughs> get you ingrained in the fold. So I kind of make it a personal mission of mine. Every time I see someone I don't know, even if I have to get up and move across the room, to go meet them and welcome them, maybe have them sit next to me, tell them more about what the chamber can do for them and really try to get them involved because I think we know if people get more involved in the chamber, they're gonna benefit and help other people benefit and stay with the chamber longer. Mm -hmm. And speaking of, uh, members and future members often say, how do I fit this into my busy day? How do you go about doing that in your business? Well, I, I guess it's uh, if you want something done, you ask a busy person. And since the real estate market turned around so strangely, and I work so many more hours now, um, I have to prioritize things. So it's really important to me to pick the activities I want to be involved in. So I, I uh, do the ambassadors. I do all kinds of... Um, volunteering, I had a team for Relay for Life, but if I can just keep in mind um, every day that I need to do things that are important for my business and think that what I really want to do is help other people with their business because it's the old rule, what, what comes around goes around, and the more you give out, the more you get back. Absolutely. Deborah, thanks for joining me today, and uh, congratulations on your nomination as Member of the Year. Oh, thank you. We look forward to the banquet and, and to see if you win. Right. Thanks. Judy Dar is here today joining us, and she is a finalist for the Community Volunteer Award for the Chamber's Annual Banquet on May 23rd. Judy, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. And you've been nominated because of your work with Banner Boswell Medical Center in the aphasia group. Could you tell us more about what aphasia is? Yeah, I'd be happy to because very, very few people even have heard the word. Um, aphasia primarily and simply is damage to the portion of the brain that controls speech and language. Uh, most commonly caused by stroke or brain damage, disease, or trauma. Um, it deprives brain cells of blood, they die. And the victim of whatever circumstance is no longer able to articulate words. It's a devastatingly difficult handicap to deal with. And this has affected you personally because your husband has aphasia. Yes, my dear sweet Richard. Uh, Richard had his stroke 10 years ago. And that's when I first heard the word. <laughs> um, he could not say my name. And while still in the hospital, a therapist came in to do an evaluation and encouraged Richard to sing Happy Birthday. And he sang, Happy Birthday, dear Judy. And I sat in the corner and wept because finally, after what had been nine days, he was able to say my name. 
That's amazing. Yeah. It's an isolating thing to be unable to communicate. Mm -hmm. Very So isolating. you've been volunteering at Banner Boswell to assist with the aphasia group. Can you tell us of just a couple of your responsibilities there? Well, um, my big job was to get the group vital and going. We need people. Uh, our very first meeting, we had over 50 people come, standing room only. And I'm afraid we scared some people off because it was utter chaos. We were only <laughs> equipped, equipped for about 35 people. <laughs> but what we do is offer um, support through a professional that comes in and works with us once a month. And then our second meeting each month is more social, where we provide a safe, comfortable uh, place for people with aphasia to attempt communication. And we don't care how they do it. They can write it, they can use hand signals, or they can attempt to speak. I'm, I need to clarify that there's many kinds of aphasia. It's not just one thing, and, and not all are the same. Some people have receptive aphasia. They don't understand what's coming in. Others have expressive aphasia, where they can't get it out. Now, these people are sharp as a tack, but that connection is gone, mm -hmm. so the words won't come. So we deal with all kinds of aphasia in our group. It sounds like you're doing some amazing things, and. And I just want to congratulate you on being a finalist for the Community Volunteer Thank Award. You. And thanks for joining me on the show today. You bet. It's been a pleasure. We look forward to the banquet on May 23rd to see if Judy is the final winner. Bev Myers is here joining me today. A Bev Myers massage and Bowen work practitioner. Bev, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about some of your qualifications. Well, I've been a massage therapist for 12 years. Um, of course, since starting that, I had to go to continuing education, which included learning, making sure I knew the deep tissue, relaxation, uh, massage, muscle release, and also um, a continued uh, education in the Bowen work, uh, body type work. And what are some of the different types of massage? And tell us a little bit more about okay. Bowen work as well. Uh, deep tissue is where you're making changes. You have some issues, some tightness, some spasms, some uh, frozen shoulder, something that you need help with, uh, low back problems, where I go in and I actually make changes. You have the relaxation, which is self-explanatory. It's relaxation for you, which helps stimulate the lymph flow and to help you rid of the spasms that are causing you tightness. But I do it in long strokes, smoothing. And then the bone work is out of, I was originated in Australia in the 50s, and it's a light, subtle uh, type body work where you make moves over the bones, tendons, and ligaments, and joints to which send the message to the brain to go back and make the body heal itself naturally. So you touched a little bit on some of the health benefits. Mm -hmm. What have you seen from some of your clients in terms of improvement in their I have a lot of examples of people coming to me and I've been able to help and it makes it very rewarding. But in one example, frozen shoulder. One of my best friends um, had a frozen shoulder and that was caused by just stress. By me using deep tissue and muscle release techniques, I was able to help her break up that frozen shoulder where she could not lift it. And within about four to five weeks, we had done that. On the Bowen work uh, therapy, I have a client that has cancer in the roof of the mouth. She had surgery, and that left a hole 
in the mouth. Where after I did several sessions of Bowen work, her surgeon was very impressed that the healing was coming from the inside outwards. And it stopped her from being able to snore and have fluids that would you know, come out when she would try to drink or anything. And she had to, got, was able to stop taking her arthritic medicine for her knees. So she comes back to me for maintenance only now. That's amazing. Amazing things that you're doing. So um, what differentiates you from a chain? I believe that what really makes a difference is that you're coming to the same person. The person that gets to know you, you get to know them. It makes it more comfortable for any type of body work. And therefore, you don't take that chance of going in and being put with another different type of uh, massage therapist. So you're, everybody's comfortable. Excellent. Thanks for joining me today. And you can learn more about Bev Myers and some of the fantastic opportunities that she has to help you with massage on the Peoria Chamber website. Andrea Grana is here today joining us on the show. She's one of the scholarship winners from the Chamber's annual $2,000 scholarship to the Junior ROTC programs. Andrea, thanks for joining me. No problem. It's glad to be here. Tell us about your ROTC program at Peoria High School. Well, at Peoria, I believe it's a really excellent program. At first, I had my doubts when joining because I had already been in another um, similar program known as Civil Air Patrol. And I figured, what could JROTC offer me that Civil, Civil Air Patrol hasn't already? But I took a chance in doing so, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I believe it does prepare you for, let's say, um, if you have plans on actually joining the military through ROTC in college. But um, in case those aren't your plans, I mean, not, not all the cadets decide to go into the military because there's no military, military ob obligation. Um, it, it prepares you for the real world. I mean, they, they teach you about finances, um, how to, how to jumpstart your career, uh, how to fill out resumes, all that good stuff. So, um, it, That's great. So you have a separate instructor who, who runs this program. This yes. is a separate class that you go to? Yes. What's your instructor's name? Um, my instructor is uh, Lieutenant Colonel Brian Yates, uh, Air Force retired. Um, Excellent. And are there some things that he has done to help you to excel or to help the other students excel in the program? Definitely. He's done a lot. Um, one that really stood out to me was he actually discourages um, the students in a way. And I know it may sound odd at first, but it actually helps you grow stronger as an individual because he always used to tell us that if you can't make it through me um, and, you plan in, on being in, uh, and you're planning on being in the military, I mean, don't waste your time <laughs> because... <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that, that, that's how he helped us out. Excellent. So the scholarship that you earned, you had to go through an interview process? Yes. And you were selected because you were a senior and all the seniors had to go through that process? Yes. There was only about four seniors in the program and uh, we all sat down individually with um, two members of, of the chamber um, and they asked us a series of questions um, and through there that's, that's what... What are your plans for graduation, after graduation? After graduation, I plan on attending um, Australia Mount Community College to begin my pre-pharmacy requirements. And then from there, I plan on attending either Midwestern University or uh, University of uh, Arizona's Pharmacy School. Excellent. Is there anyone you'd like to thank today? 
Um, I'd actually like to thank my family and friends because they're always they're, they have always been the ones that behind me supporting me at all times, um, especially people like my father. He's always been the one you know behind me on my grades, on my you know academic standings and all that, and also my JROTC instructor for mm -hmm. for everything he's done as well. Well, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it, and congratulations on thank earning you. the scholarship. Coates is here with me today and she is the chair of the Peoria Chambers Board and also has been nominated for the Dedicated Service Award. Gina, thanks for joining me today. Hi, Scott. How did you first become involved with the Peoria Chamber? Back in 2002, I had the privilege of joining the staff at New Life Community Church and during that time, their uh, vision was to bring the church out into the community. And so with that, it was important that we become a member of the Chamber of Commerce. And so... What has been your passion for seeing the chamber succeed? Gosh, you know, there's multi things uh, with passion, but one in, one in particular would be building relationships out in our community and finding out what the real needs were and how could we help them. I found out quickly, though, that I needed to set some personal goals, but also some business goals to be able to share with the board of directors. Could you tell us about some of the highlights during your three-year term? The goals, the goals that I set personally and the goals that um, I was able to share with the board of directors on the level of leadership, um, our bylaws, those types of things. Um, two weeks ago, we really sit around the table as board of directors and saw those things come to life. So um, I would say that would be, those in a whole would be highlights for me. And I think most people know that nonprofit organizations, especially community-based organizations, are a labor of love and there's mm -hmm. there's so many people involved is there anyone in particular you'd like to thank either you know friends or family or or even people within the chamber mm -hmm. multi uh, from our community there's so many good good people out there that believe in our chamber um, specifically I would say Steve Lingenfelter from New Life Community Church when he gave me the opportunity to bring that vision from our church out into our community I would also say um, leaders from the city um, that believed in our chamber, and then also our board of directors for the past three years. In specific, this past year would be Steve Schmatko, Gene Blackman, Tony Owens, and George Thorne for believing in my leadership and helping see those um, goals that we set come to life. Great. Thanks for joining me today, Gina, and congratulations on your nomination for the Dedicated Service Award. Thank you very much, Scott. Bridget Binsbacher is here today joining us on the show, and she's the executive director of the Peoria Diamond Club. She has also been nominated as a finalist for the Mayor of Peoria's annual award that's given at the Chamber's Banquet. Bridget, thanks for joining me today on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute honor to have been nominated for this award. Congratulations. Thank you. Tell us a little bit more about the Diamond Club and the, and the, and the Peoria Diamond Club's mission in the community. Well, uh, the Diamond Club's been established now for nearly 20 years. We just finished our 19th spring training season. And our mission is primarily to raise funds for Northwest Valley youth charities and organizations within the Northwest Valley, primarily Peoria. So we support a broad range of, of youth needs from special needs, special ed, athletic. Uh, we've partnered 
in a big way this past year with the Peoria Unified School District and are doing some scholarships for um, a graduating eighth grader from every K through eight school as well. So anything we can do to enrich children's lives and give back to our community, that's what it's all about for the Peoria Diamond Club. That's very important. And you mentioned spring training. Mm -hmm. Spring training wrapped up not too long ago. Could you tell us how it went this year? Yes, spring training was a huge success this year. We had um, great numbers, great turnout all season long. Um, we receive a portion of the proceeds in exchange for the volunteer labor force that we provide. That is our biggest source of revenue throughout the year. And this 2012 spring training season was the most successful for uh, us as an organization since I've been here as the executive director. Um, every year to kick off spring training, the teams and the city donate uh, one day, our annual charity game. And in the history of the Diamond Club, to date, that was our most successful charity game. We've never had more attendance in the park for an annual charity game. And overall, we raised more funds that day than we ever have on our annual charity game. So it was a huge success. What an incredible accomplishment. How much has the Diamond Club given in its history to charities or to um, kids? Well, overall, since our inception, we just exceeded $1.3 million. So we, we average a little over $100,000 a year. And a, a very important fact about that is that the majority of that giving has really taken place in the last four or five years. So even in the challenging economic times that we've faced, we've continued to stay steady and raise funds, enough funds to continue to grow our giving every year. So Great. we're really proud of that. We're almost out of time, but could you give us a couple of highlights of what's coming up in the future? Any big plans on the horizon for the Diamond Club? Well, we have this fall. We are planning on doing our annual beer festival again, and that's going to look a little bit different, I believe, bigger and better. But our focus for 2012-2013 is definitely going to be to continue to cultivate relationships with some key corporations and organizations in the Northwest Valley. I think that's really what it's going to take for our organization uh, to get to the next level and we realized some of that already in 2011-2012 so that's going to be our emphasis and again to continue to raise awareness about who we are and what we're trying to do to enrich children's lives in our community and invest in our future. Bridget, thanks for joining me on the show and congratulations on being nominated as a finalist for the Mayor's Award. Thanks for having me and again it was an absolute honor to be considered for this award. Felter is joining me today from New Life Community Church, and he's the lead pastor there. The church has been nominated for the Chamber's Community Service Award. Mm -hmm. Steve, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you. We count it an honor and a privilege to be here and be invited into this and to be considered for such a great award. Excellent. How long has New Life Community Church been in Peoria? Mm -hmm. um, New Life started actually back in October of 1990, so I think that's about 21 years now. That's excellent. And you were telling me before the interview that it was actually founded in a barn. Yeah, yeah. We have, I guess, the, the distinct privilege of being, I guess, like our Savior Jesus, born in a barn. Um, there at 67th Avenue and Thunderbird is the stock shop. Before it was the stock shop, it was a, a kind of almost a dilapidated barn in which Theater Works operated out of. And at the time when we were looking to start the church, it was really the only site 
available for us to meet in. So that's where we began to meet, and it, it worked for us. What a great story. Yeah. So the church has been nominated for this Community Service Award. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about some of the projects that, that you're involved in? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, New Life exists with, with the whole idea in mind of kind of this Matthew 5.16 idea. Matthew 5.16 says, let your light shine before others that they would see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. And so we're very driven as a church to be very community-oriented. We consider ourselves to be a church for the community. Uh, we've engaged with the, the school sector, you know, the educational sector, by um, supporting our teachers. We think they're our champions and they're our heroes. And so we're very involved in supporting them and doing that through an organization we call Embrace Teachers. Um, we're connected with United Blood Services and supporting them in, in meeting physical needs. Um, we're very, very connected with um, the American Cancer Society and, and Relay for Life, as well as many, many other you know, entities that we connect with. We like to partner with organizations of like mind. That's great. And Relay for Life was not that long ago. How did that yeah. go for the church? Yeah, it went really, really well. You know, again, um, it's the American Cancer Society's Relay for Life, and New Life's part is simply to resource and to come in and be a support. And so we bring a lot of energy and a lot of resources to bear. Um, this year, I think the numbers I heard is they've exceeded the 10,000 mark in attendance, so that was a milestone. Uh, raised a lot of money for a great cause in the fight against cancer, and we're still trying to recuperate from all the work. <laughs> Our team uh, just poured a lot of energy, and I'm really proud of them and excited about what the accomplishments really brought for the American Cancer Society. That's excellent. And so what is the response like for some of the members and also members of the community? Hmm. Well, you know, we asked ourselves uh, actually several years ago, um, if New Life Community Church no longer existed, would our community even notice? And that's a daunting question that anybody, you know, a business or a church should ask. And we determined that we wanted to make sure that our little corner of 8155 West Thunderbird Road isn't a place that we simply take up space, but it's used as a mission outpost to our community. And with that, uh, our congregation has really rallied around organizations like Relay for Life and, and different, you know, partnerships that we can join with. And so uh, our, our group is just really excited about, you know, what's happening uh, through these different organizations and the way we partner. And there's just a lot of excitement around it. Excellent. Steve, thanks for joining me on the show today. And congratulations on being nominated mm. for the Community Volunteer Award. Thank you. Again, it's a privilege.